hello and welcome to Zenat's inspirational wellness tips and today I'm with the lovely lady it's a real treat to have Liz Calder with me from um, Bidis Lifestyle did I say that correctly? You did. Hi, Zena. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. And, uh, you know, you can bring so much insight in terms of the lifestyle designing when it comes to wellness and well-being. But before we get into that, can you introduce yourself in terms of who, a little bit about who you are, what you do and why you do what you do? Hi Zina, thank you again for having me. Um, I'm Liz Calder, I'm an interior designer. I have been in industry for um, just over 17 years now and um, I have a real passion for the built environment and how what we do in the built environment and how it impacts us um, in how we live, uh, not only in our homes but in our, in our workplaces and um, how we interact with space and what we can do to make our lives easier by having well-designed, thought-out spaces. I'm really passionate about helping people sort of make the changes they need in their homes and their businesses um, to, to suit their needs and what best represents them as either a family unit or as their business. You know, you're very different from other interior designers that I've known and met because a lot of time they just focus on the design aspects, the colours and the spacing. But you're very much about um, the access and, uh, you know, the wellness side of things that it actually gives um, the people that you design for the lifestyle of healthy well-being. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny, uh, when people, when you tell somebody that, say somebody, oh, I'm an interior designer, mm -hmm. they automatically sort of default and think, oh, you know, what cushions or what curtains or what wallpaper yes. I can put <laughs> in my living room? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I can. But that's not really what it's about. You know, for me, interior design is the, you know, we look at everything inside the shell of a building. So, you know, I suppose the the job title is sort of a bit misleading. It's perhaps maybe spatial planner or interior architect. You know, we're about carving up spaces and making them more functional, uh, which work better for you. So a family home, for argument's sake, you know, there's certain things that, you know, you want to look at doing, which will help you function better as a family. Do you want to have sort mm -hmm. of an open plan space where you can cook and see your children at the same time? or in a in, in a business do you you know are your employees happy where they're sat and is it right for them where they're sat are they getting enough yeah. natural light or you know all of these things all of these elements um we look at so it's not just about soft furnishings it's, <laughs> it, it is about the big it's about the bigger picture it's about the bigger picture um, you know and it's Sorry, and it affects the mental health and well-being, doesn't it, of people? And that kind of wants to, um, you know, I wanted to talk about the fact, that, you know, you focus very much on the wellness side in the workplace and how important this is to make people feel. But I suppose, just for the listeners out there, um, I'm recording this during the um, pandemic of um, COVID, so it's 2021. So, you know, right now, if we're thinking about that, you you must be quite overwhelmed and sort of trying to get the message out there for workplaces and for people who are going to be re working remotely in terms of their setup, would you say? Absolutely. Um, 
workplace design has changed a lot over the last 15, 20 years. And we had the likes of Google and Facebook um, have been sort of a driving force behind uh, workplace design. And they give their employees um, a space that uh, not only looks amazing and represents the, mm. the brand. So when you walk in, you go, oh, this is Google, you know. Um, but also it's ergonomically better for, for the employers. And I think that um, over the years, it's, it's slowly changed and more and more businesses are, are, are realizing that they need to really give their staff a better place and environment to be in. Um, but it's still a long way off. And we, we look at what um, lighting can do to people's mood and mental health. Mm, we look at, uh, as I said earlier, sort of how people are sat within a space. And, and it's not to say that um, everyone needs to go and spend hundreds of thousands of pounds sort of redesigning their offices, although that is very nice when they do. Um, <laughs> it's about looking at, um, you know, what is the space for? How are people using the space? Um, and now with this pandemic, we've all proven that we can work remotely. You know, does the normal office space have to exist? You know, will people go back into the workplace, into an office and sit in ghastly rows of desks of like 10, 15 on a row, um, row after row after row in these open plan mm. offices? Or actually, can we say, no, we're going to have more, collabor more collaborative spaces uh, because we know that if we give people an inspiring place to be, one, they'll want to be there. There'll be fewer sick days. The staff retention will be higher. Mm -hmm. um, but it, 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 it affects your mood. It affects you emotionally. So it's not, for me, wellness in the workplace isn't just about, you know, saying, oh, we'll give you lunch and, oh, we'll have after, you know, after work drinks and, um, you know, all these little perks that businesses yeah. do. It's the, it's the bigger picture. And it's about uh, employers showing how much they care for their staff yeah absolutely um I, as you know i'm a massive fan of mental health and well-being and that's what i do so fundamentally everything you're saying is so vital i mean how do you see it for you in terms of okay uh, you know off uh, companies are now seeing that they can manage working from home and they may not need their offices i mean how is that going to affect you in terms of your business if they're not going to be having these office spaces where are you now kind of focusing in because you mentioned work sort of this workplace um communal working possibly yeah no absolutely well we um we look at we look at the bigger picture so if for argument's sake there is an office of 100 uh, employees and they've got a vast amount of space they're probably going to give up a portion of that space back to the landlords because they don't need it Mm. Um, and then we look at, you know, so we can, we can provide clients with an opportunity to reconfigure their spaces. So it now functions in what will be this new, this new world post pandemic. Mm. Um, you know, so we, we do that for clients. Um, we also look at um, how businesses can best brand themselves. Mm. So when you walk into a space, an office space, um, you walk into that brand so many times we walk into offices and you don't you don't know whose office you're walking into it could yeah. be you know anybody's space but that you know that that's not really very clever it's not very clever marketing you know you could send out all the flyers and all the emails and have the best website in the world mm. um, but if you have a client that walks into your space your space needs to represent you oh and your God. business 
and and that's that's the likes of Google and Facebook do that very very well. Um, retailers do that very well. Um, I have a background in retail design and hospitality, and mm. you, know, you walk down the high street and you walk into a lady's dress shop, and you can tell as soon as you cross that threshold, you know what the level of services you're going to get, what the price point is. And this is all because the brand is represented in that built environment, in that retail space. And I think more and more businesses with offices particularly, they need to sort of take that on board and start Mm. to do that in their office environment because time and time again, it just doesn't happen. No. (laughs) And, you know, it's people, um, clients particularly, you know, they they shop around. And if you're going to want more curb appeal then they do have to make changes and we can as a business we take on that that process for people so we look at the customer journey it's yeah, the same yeah. customer journey whether it's retail whether it's hospitality or whether it's a workplace and you know going back to sort of the employee side of it mm. uh, years ago you you look for a job and you you know you find the job you know the job description sounds really good you go for the interview and it's all about that position but now the new generation that are coming through, when they go for that job interview, they're going to want to see what the office environment's Absolutely. like. Absolutely. They're yeah. going to want to see what perks that, you know, so to speak, they're going to get, you know, is, is it a nice desk? Is it a nice location? You know, all these things. Um, so that is sort of part and parcel of what we can take on for clients and how we can help people um, sort of do that for them. Yeah, great. Um and with, I mean, taking all that into consideration, what do you find or are you finding right now is the biggest challenge in terms of kind of putting this forward of, of the changes that um, companies need to make in their workplace environment? Um, the biggest challenge is, is always budget. Always budget. And people, I think, are scared to invest Mm. Um, we spend a lot of time talking to people and putting together uh, cost scenarios so it's like we can do this we can the the most affordable thing to do for people is a free configuration with what they've got Um, so we always sort of that's our baseline of how we can help people Um, and then depending on budgets and how they sort of want to invest in the, you know, maybe leases, lease agreements come up with renewal and that sort of depends on what people do. Mm. Um, cost is a really big driving, driving force. Yeah. But there's so many things that we can do for people uh, which don't have to cost the earth. We've got a couple of clients where we have gone in and we have literally reconfigured their office space to break away from that sort of corporate mold mm-hmm. um, and made it more interesting and then added graphics, branded graphics. I'm not talking about putting framed pictures on the wall, you know, yeah, um, like big, full, filled the wall, like a 19 meter corridor of graphic, which sort of reflects the company without mm-hmm. the, the sort of cliche, you know, tech firm, let's just put a computer on the wall, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's things like that that businesses can do, um, which really make huge difference uh, without much effort. Yeah. So what would you say the top sort of um, three things that people, if, if they're lacking this budget, one is you said, you know, these um, pictures across and they can make those. What other sort of top tips could you give people to start thinking about 
to make those positive changes so they're catering for the well-being of their staff in the environment? I think um, they need to look at lighting. I think lighting is something that can be costly to do, but if you if you start to look in the space um, to make sure that people um, have a nicely lit space and uh, if it can be controlled perhaps by the employee in the in their workstation, that's really really important um, to do that. Um, I would look at, um, straight away, I would look to make sure that the immediate environment is suitable for the user. So in a, in a, I, I think the, the trend is going to be more of this sort of um, desk sharing sort yeah. of life going forward. Um, hot desking, you know, big terminology mm. for a few years. Um, so though, if we're going to do that, those desks need to be um, height adjustable. Uh, the chairs uh, need to be, you know, fully adjustable. You know, a lot of people become really sort of like, that's my desk, that's my chair, I like my chair a certain way. You know? <laughs> so there's, there's got to be, um, that's something that they need to take into consideration yeah. when they start to downsize, because people are going to downsize. Uh, taking that into consideration, I think is really, really important. Um, I would say those probably is the biggest piece of advice, particularly for, I mean, there's going to be office managers going back, facilities managers going back to work now in the next couple of weeks to gear up for their mm. workforce coming back. I mean, hopefully by summer, everybody will be back in the office. There'll be no sort of working from home, forced working from home. Um, but I would say they're the immediate things that immediate ones yeah I mean I kind of remember like I've been into a couple of places where they've had you know you know me I'm quite petite so um, uh, even right now I've got a stool underneath my foot um, and I've got an adjustable chair but it's still not it doesn't sit right with the height of my table and everything so all these things really do matter I mean I've been to places where the table's way too high and it doesn't matter how much I've been able to adjust the chair, it's still not comfortable. Yeah. And how many times have you been in a boardroom somewhere for a meeting and, you know, it's really, really important. And, you you know, you're all like booted and suited and you, you're there and, mm. and then you sit on the chair in, in the boardroom and you think, oh, gosh, <laughs> isn't the right height for the table. I mean, it's just it's little things like that that need to really need to be addressed. And yeah. you know, as an employee, if I was in that environment, having to deal with that every day, after a while, you're going to start to get you know really quite stressed and anxious about it. Yeah, um, I know I certainly do. And the same for receptions. You go into a reception, and there might be a, a, a comfy chair. Please sit on that chair while you know we you wait for mm. you know, Tom Smith to come and get you. And the chair and the table don't quite work together. So it becomes really awkward, like especially as a lady, when you sit down, if you're wearing a skirt, you know, is the chair is the chair that I'm giving my visitor appropriate? Good. Absolutely. Um and be comfortable yeah, <laughs> in, and it, in my space. Yeah, absolutely. And it's those those little things that make a huge difference. Um, especially if you're, you know, you like you said, you're going in and you're a lady and you're going in for maybe for an interview and you sit in there and you, it kind of gets you anxious in a different way. And then you're going in for an interview and you've got to be. <laughs> or, or they give you, or they give, would you like a drink? Yes, have a glass of water, please. And they give you this drink and then there's nowhere to put it. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Do I put it on the floor? Do I, you know, 
put it on the reception desk, you know, all these things. And um, yeah, I just, customer journey is really important and customer journey is there, whether it's, uh, as I say, high street, you know, retail or um, restaurant, whatever it may be. Mm. And I think now is an opportunity for businesses to really um, sort of step up and really take notice. I think people's mood um, and mental health has been affected so much this last mm. year, this pandemic. Um, we've really got to stand up now and, and make a change, you know, essentially. Um, and what a better time to do it than right now, yeah. yeah. And I think employees need to look at the home environment of people as well, because, you know, as we know, um, you know, everyone's in a different situation. You know, if you're lucky, you've got a nice big space that you could create and you could go in and support them in creating this. But if they haven't, you know, they're living in a one bedroom house or a two bed and they've got two or three children, that must be very, very difficult to kind of um, have the right working environment. So absolutely. I mean, I don't know where it sits, whose responsibility is uh, employers um, uh, or employees responsibility to sort of give them that space to comfortably work from home. I know a few clients have given their staff uh, budgets, say 500 pounds mm. to go and buy a chair and a desk or whatever they need to be able to work from home. Um, but, you know, again, homeowners, a lot of what we've done this last year is looking at people's homes and how to make their spaces flexible. Yes. So we've had quite a few bedrooms that we've had to turn into bedroom okay. spoke home office spaces. Mm -hmm. That's the only space they've got available. Um, so yeah, I think it's a really interesting, uh, really interesting one. I think maybe what more people have home offices going forward. You know, yeah. I think will more people work in you know hotel lobbies? You know, will will they go back to the office? I don't think anyone will go back to the nine till five. Gone are the days where we go in the office and just send an email to people. Yeah. You know, I can, I can do that anywhere. <laughs> you yeah. know, and I think this pandemic has shown that people can trusted and work from home or wherever they are i mean even before this people were more and more kind of going into these hot desk in yeah. places to work um work like you said working in cafes or restaurants or lobby areas so more and more of this have been ha has been happening and i think it's going to continue to grow absolutely uh, collaborative working is so important um it just sort of it just sort of feeds your mental health and the passion that you have for do, for doing your job. There's a there's a local restaurant to us, um, and they are they never used to open during the day. And with how the pandemic has evolved, and then opening and closing, and all the rest of it, which we, uh, restaurants have really struggled with, and they have now decided that going forward, they will open during the day, and it'll be a space where people can go and work. You know, how lovely is that? So you could go, you've got to buy a coffee and a, you know, think you've got to spend like 15 quid or something. Um, but there's internet there, there's a power socket. You can have, you can be fed, you can be watered and you'll be sat in a space with other people. They might not be in your business. They might not do what you do, but what a nice interaction that will be. Yes. Maybe, maybe, you know, we're going to come, particularly in London, you know, bring back this sort of community spirit. Mm. You know, maybe we'll talk to people we perhaps would never normally have, spoken to before and we just go into the office when we need to talk to our seniors or we're going to help juniors you know however that however that may be um I, I think the pandemic has really taught people 
um, to adapt. Mm. And I think we've done that really well. A lot of people have done that well. It's been hard, um, but now is an opportunity just to take it that step further. further. Yeah, And I think it will also give them that opportunity because people are going to struggle in terms of their well-being to maybe how to socialise again outside. So having places like this where you kind of work and you feel calmer, more relaxed and you can interact, it's going to slowly ease people back into that kind of social interaction as well, as well as doing their work. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. really important. Absolutely. I mean, we look at WeWork, massive. I mean, they've taken off in the last, what, five years, huge. You know, they've, I can't tell you now how many office spaces they've got dotted around the whole city um, and globally. Um, but you know you can just write, you can just rent a desk in there on an hourly basis. Yeah. You know, and how 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 amazing is that? That's fantastic. Um, and these spaces that they're creating are really inspiring, and people they want to be there, they want to be seen there. You yeah. know, and and that's what it's all about. People, you know, want you want people to want to be in your space, and as an employer, um, you know, you can make subtle changes that will make a massive difference to your mm. workforce. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I um, hot desk every so often at the Flexibin, Flexibin, uh, Flexible um, Newman Centre in Bromley. And I absolutely love going in there. I mean, I haven't been in for a couple of months because of the whole lockdown again. But, you know, it's great because already places like the Newman Centre have people where they've left their offices in London and have moved to this and bought a smaller kind of co-working collaborative working space um you know and somebody else was working alongside you know where i was hot desking and that you know she was going in there for her work and she had the freedom of going in and out and it was absolutely wonderful do you think um do you think that employers have had to really let go um in the sense that you know i've i've had clients where they they want all their workforce to be in the office every day because they can, they feel like they control them yeah. because they, they don't trust, maybe that's not the right word, that if they work remotely, they're going to do a good job or do a full day's mm-hmm. work, you know, all these you know things that business owners tend to think about their workforce. Um, but this pandemic, it, it, it forced the hands of businesses to, mm-hmm. to people have, to, they had to let the workforce yeah. be at home. Um, and, the general consensus of people I talk to they've they've they're sort of astounded like the ones that even said they'd like to work from home but don't think their job can be done from home they've managed it um you know so now uh it's an opportunity to save on rent (laughs) um (laughs) you know um yeah maybe maybe that was the turning point that needed to happen where people can have a better work-life balance yeah. And uh, you're absolutely right, because, you know, saying that, you're, you know, they're saving on rent, they can then use that in the well-being of the staff. Absolutely. Like you said, maybe giving them more budget to buy a desk or a chair or um, g- give benefits to go and have a spa once we're allowed out to have spas again in those places. <laughs> that would be so nice. I think that's one of my things on my top priority list to go for a spa yeah. uh, when we can. But um, I've just been messaging them. <laughs> fantastic um yeah no so there's so much there that can happen now in terms of your role um you already mentioned you know you you're talking to people helping them out in their homes what other kind of things are you doing currently to promote 
um, sort of the wellness in in the built environment for people. So what kind of projects are you working on right now? Uh, well, at the moment we are, um, we're doing some quite big home renovation projects, um, making changes uh, to their spaces. We're knocking down walls, building walls, moving them, um, just to make these spaces work better for the family unit. We've got a real driving force behind family homes. Right. Um, I've got two small children and, um, you know, I live the day-to-day life of knowing, like, learning every day. It's all like on-the-job learning, you know, when you, when she, as your kids grow and develop. Um, and it's, uh, yes, yeah, saves people uh, a lot, of, a lot of time um, to be able to to look at their spaces for them. A lot of people um, have an idea in their heads of what of what they want, particularly in a in a world now everyone sees instagram and directly into people's homes Mm. um and like oh i like that i want that um you know so we're doing a lot of that at the moment sort of someone said to me the other day you're like a fairy godmother you sort of like (laughs) tell you we tell you what we want and you just sort of you know you make it happen for us so we've done quite a lot i think lockdown people particularly um have spent a lot of time in their homes and um home offices are big at the moment Mm. um but we're starting to do more uh, office reconfigurations. Okay, which is great. Uh, yeah, which is really good. And it's uh, really good. Um, it's good to get people going and talking about what we're going to do yeah. when people return. I, I tend to talk to a lot of furniture suppliers about what they've got product-wise um, and try and keep on top of like new, not new trends as in you know fashion trends, but just, you know what's available technology is changing all the time mm. you know uh, desk height you know flexible desk heights um haven't been around that long really um you know and, and now it's it's quite common to, to see in in spaces and really important yeah yeah i think you're absolutely right there in terms of you know even all these um manufacturers they're going to have to relook at this how you know products that they're producing and whether they're flexible and because obviously you're then going to be looking at that so it's kind of a knock-on effect because you need to get the right resources and furniture in but you can't do that unless these factories or or, you know places are producing them so yes very good point there there is there is there's there's some really really good um contract furniture manufacturers out there some excellent ones Mm. um british brands um who are always a pleasure to work with um unfortunately things like that do come at a price tag when you know when we're looking at you know big big changes um but there are there are spaces that we go to that we can we can certainly work for everybody's budget and you don't have to have a really rubbishy you know desk from the 70s that's being pulled from <laughs> some recycled office somewhere you know there's, there's options out there for people and, yeah. and we just find them and you know we we make we make your office or you know make it beautiful and make it functional which is my driving force yeah and I can see that's your passion and everything yeah it is it's it's another eye isn't it you're looking at at it in a diff because your customers probably look at in one aspect their eyes are looking at oh I want it to look like this this is but you're also looking at the more very logical practical use of how it's going to benefit them in the long run for their 
mental health and well-being not just and of course give them that inspiration because you want to be in an office that you enjoy yeah. and love and love the colors and it creates that mood yeah. as well yeah um, absolutely um it's funny my my journey in my passion for this started when i was 18 19 and i worked in a pub uh near the university that i was at and it was so badly designed mm -hmm. Like the glasses weren't in the right place. The, you know, everything just, it was rubbish. And I was, I'd get angry every time I went into work. I went like, like two nights a week or something. It was, it was, it was not considered. I mean, yeah. I was doing my degree at the time um, in, in, in interior design. Um, and I was like, no, 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 this, this isn't right. The heights aren't right, you know, all these things. Um, yeah. and, and then I just sort of promised myself that um, I would try and help as many people as possible because mm. um, it's not just a customer journey it's about you as an employee going to work and it's funny that you say that about the bar because I remember years ago I uh, was an assistant manager um of a bar and I loved it but obviously you know my heart I'm five foot you know I'm tidy so why is it that they have these you know the the wine glasses oh. above you in that kind of I don't know what it's called but you yeah. probably know what it's called what, and you've got a slight yeah. well, there's no way I can reach those no, um no. and I would have to keep my staff who are yeah. taller than me and they would get annoyed or I yeah. would have to jump on a crate or wear high heels again yeah. health and safety yeah see what's all that about it's terrible <laughs> and also um I, I I did quite a lot of retail stores um I did a lot of retail for nine years um and uh, I got really passionate about, I hand over a store, you know, it's been my labor of love. Like, you know, it usually takes a few months mm -hmm. to design and then usually like eight to 10 weeks on site. And, um, you know, at the day of handover, I'm sort of like giving my baby to like, is the store manager and I'm a bit like will you keep her clean <laughs> you know look at this it. it's beautiful it's immaculate look after it and they've got to keep it clean yeah you um, leave them instructions yeah <laughs> of how to do <laughs> do you know what Liz I could talk to you all day about this um you know because I know it's you're so passionate about what you do and I'm passionate about the mental health and so are you as well and it's you know it's amazing but we are going to have to cut it at some point aren't we <laughs> um so if um are there any last parting words uh that you would like to um just leave us with and also if people want to get in touch with you you know how how will they do this thank you uh, it's been amazing we could totally talk all day but let's not do that um <laughs> parting words i just think now is the time for people to really make a difference like a massive difference um and we're open to chat to people um when they're ready to, to embark on that journey um, I offer a free 20 minute consultation to discuss, you know, what the situation is, what you want help with. Um, and my inbox is always open to have a chat and help people. Um, the best place to find me is on the website www.biddislifestyle.com. Um, and I am on Instagram at biddis.lifestyle underscore design. Fantastic. Great. Thank it's you. almost like a tongue twister. You said I know, it, it is. So fast it really and so is. quickly. It's, really short, <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise and knowledge about um, what you do and why you do it and the importance of it and how people in their homes and companies can then go about start making these positive changes. And it's not just now. 
um, because of the COVID, but I think it's something that should be considered always and going forward in the unforeseen future. Yeah, absolutely. Thank uh, you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you once again for listening to Zenat's inspirational wellness tips. Now, if you would like to find out more about me and how I can support you with your mental health and well-being, please visit my website at zenatnarani.com or why not arrange a free consultation with me at calendly.com forward slash zenatnarani. Keep safe and well.